our wheels on fire and do a jump. At night, it could be quite spectacular, don't you think? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Feeling good, Lewis? Those 80s kids remember. Welcome to Those 80s Kids Remember. I'm Andy. I'm Brian. I'm Greg. And I'm Rusty. Hello and welcome to today's show. Today we are talking about fads from the 80s. Who doesn't love a good fad, right? A little bit of everything. Fads are great. Fads yeah. are great. Love a fad. Everybody loves them. <laughs> Just so many. It's like, it's where do we start? <laughs> where do we begin? Yeah, because you got with the 80s. You got everything yeah. from, you know, things that were done on television, things that were done uh, fashion-wise, even behaviors of the 80s, you know. Oh, sure. Right. Yeah. Right. So I guess I guess we can start what inspired this episode. We can start there. That's a good starting point. So um, I guess what inspired today's episode was the garbage pail kids. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> America's answer to the cabbage patch kid. Um, trading cards. Uh, did they have a, a cartoon back in the 80s? God, I'm sure they, they did. They did later, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember okay. the cartoon. I remember the movie. The, there was a movie, uh, yeah. The, live action. the awful movie, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so what started is a, a, a kid's trading card game. or It's not even a game. It's just trading cards. Um, kind of evolved into this. Uh, oh, gee, I don't know. It, it was not without controversy. These, Absolutely. These little uh, these trading cards. I guess they were banned from many schools. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Distractions. They were banned from my school. Were they really? Yeah, and I have this uh, I have this memory of it was. They were like hugely contraband. Like that was kind of the the talk of second <laughs> grade is that you got caught with garbage <laughs> bucket, and I got I had a friend uh, Mike and we got in a fight once. Oh my god! And, and uh, so then, in the aftermath of that, and I'm not proud of this, but uh, I could see he had something in his uh, his sock, oh, which no. I I assumed was garbage pail kids, and so I ratted him out. Oh, I was like, oh, I was like hey, hey, teacher, that kid has garbage pail kids, and then it turned out it was not garbage pail kids; it was a throwing star. Whoa! Oh, he, wow. he oh got, god. He got in way more trouble than I meant. Whoa! <laughs> wow! 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 It's a it's a potentially deadly weapon instead of, <laughs> instead of a really weird trading card. Some hardcore second grade. Yeah. Wow. Damn, intense. man. But that all predicated hell of a second grade is. <laughs> all predicated on the on the contraband nature of these garbage pill children. So somebody educate me because I don't know that much about garbage pail kids. Why? Why was it such a controversial type thing? Well, you know the Cabbage Patch Kid fad, obviously. Sure. The dolls. Yep. These yep. were in reference to them. They looked just like Cabbage Patch Kids, except okay. they would have like a weird name. Like, uh, like I remember one that was really gross by the name of Snotty Lottie. It was a. It looked like a Cabbage Patch Kid, except it had a whole bunch of weird shit coming out of its nose, and it was picking its. <laughs> it was picking its yeah, nose, and the it artwork had, on it. Yeah, yeah, 
all kinds of stuff like that, you know, yeah. like, uh, uh, God, I can hardly even remember any of them anymore. But uh, so why were they banned? Why, why did schools come up with this, this ban of them? Well, they were really because just, they were just gross out cards. They were just yeah. gross. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. You can. Yeah, so the, illust- the illustration would be like just something really gross. Like there was one that was like, uh, I want to say it was like something about baby back ribs. And then it was this kid like eating his own ribs. Yeah. Like, they get really gross. <laughs> what, I remember I uh, ground Chuck and he was. He was putting himself through a meat grinder and turning right. himself into hamburger. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty. They're fairly intense, and the the story of them is kind of interesting because it was, and I never had these. I think it was just before me, but wacky packages. You guys remember this? It was like it was like yeah. Mad Magazine style cards, but they would be like, um, it'd be like a Tide box. I think I remember it, those. Yeah. But it would be spelled differently, and there'd be some pun in the. In the right. product oh, packaging. yeah. Okay. I remember those now. Yeah. And I guess those were, this is all just kind of Wikipedia stuff I was looking at, but Art, Art Spiegelman, who did the mouse graphic novel that won a Pulitzer Prize, he came up with those wacky packages. And then they had one gross kid card that never made it into the wacky packages, and then that spun off into Garbage Bell Kid. Garbage Bell Kids sound pretty fucking cool to me. Oh, they were awesome. Oh, you could yeah. Have- Brian, if you got a computer in front of you, just Google "garbage pail kids" and go to images, and you'll and there's, and I'll a, see a, there's a ton of them that come up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, that I, sounds pretty cool to me. I, I guess I guess the garbage pail kids actually um, did face some litigation from what was it Mattel, uh, oh. who did the Cabbage Patch Kids at the time. Yes. To where they had to um, change the look of their logo completely. They couldn't Which make I the found, kids oh look gosh. like the dolls. Because the kids looked they like the what? dolls in the first few, in the first couple series. Okay. And and they got on, Mattel got on their case about it. And it was like, dude, stop this. This is like, you know, copyright infringement <laughs> and stuff. And then once you get past like the first three series maybe three or four series they don't really look like cabbage patch kids anymore right right but they were great you could they were because they were a trading card but they were also a sticker like you could peel oh okay die die cut so you could peel the sticker off and they had they were kind of big in the first collectibles because there were two versions of every card yeah so like if if you had snotty lottie there'd also be like Booger Bill that was the same graphic but with a different name. Right. With a different so, name. Okay. So we'd get all into like, oh, this is the this is the B variant of yeah. this card. And oh, the, that's cool. The one where I remember both of them was uh it was she was made of glass. It was a female garbage bail kid made of glass. She was singing and she was making herself crack into pieces. And one <laughs> <laughs> she was she was called Cracked Crystal, and on the other one, she was called Shrill Jill. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And it was always great if you could find your because there was Russell Muscle was the one that was my name, so it's like a just a bodybuilder that was all gross out popping veins. <laughs> Looked like he was on roids. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just looking up here uh, the movie. 
<laughs> Garbage Pail Kids that came out in 1987. Never saw it. And uh, I've never seen I it. had never seen it either. And uh, I don't even know that I was aware that there was even one prior to this. Um, oh, that's nice. <laughs> There's a Mardi Gras uh, Garbage Pail Kid with, it looks like, uh, um, well, he looks like Dr. Frankenfurter <laughs> <laughs> from Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> okay, I was just taken back for a second. But um, it looks terrifying. <laughs> Sorry, but these, well, it's a live is. action film. Yeah, yeah. But these costumes that they have for these kids is just like, oh my God, I could not sit through 20 minutes of that, let alone, let alone its, its runtime. It's just, yeah, I remember, settling. I remember it looking like Critters style, like, like yeah. the sort of. Yeah, like puppet you know, horror stuff. Craig told me to look at some of these images, and so I'm looking at some of them, and, and wow, I can I can see why a second grade uh, would 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 ban these. Um, <laughs> holy shit! And I'm looking at yeah. right now. I'm looking at Cookie Cut Cooper, and Cookie Cut Cooper is is basically I guess he's made out of dough because he's making cookies out of his face <laughs> so there's like a little bit of blood there and then there's some cookie cutouts and he's got a big smile on his face yeah that was the thing with like with uh ground chuck that was the, oh, thing. the weird great. thing about it too is that ground chuck was smiling as he was running himself yeah. through the meat grinder yeah. it's like oh, happily obliterating themselves look what i'm doing <laughs> That's funny stuff. Oh my goodness! Wow, but yeah, I mean, I, I, it makes sense. I mean, especially in, in, well, you know, the country we live in is such a oh my god, what are they doing? Kind of with everything. So I can see how that would be banned quickly, or certainly yeah. uh, not to bring to school item. Well, and they and they came with gum. It's important to remember that they came with gum. Oh, did they really? They, wow. Yeah, one okay. of those like not a stick of gum, more like a plank. Uh, like okay. terrible right. yeah. pink gum. Nice. So that would kind of destroy the card. Like it was dusty, you know, to yeah. not stick, and then that would kind of destroy the cards. Huh. Like that. That uh, interesting. Baseball card gum. Yeah. This three seconds um, of of intense flavor. Here's here's a great <laughs> garbage pail kid too. I'd never seen this one before, but uh, apparently it's a T-shirt. But he's uh He's like a sort of zombie looking. He's got like a, he's crawling out of the ground. He's got a hockey mask on and he's wielding a machete and he's named Camp Crystal Jake. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, that's pretty good. That's good. They had all sorts of ones about him. There's a bunch of them with snot. There's a bunch of ones self mutilating. There's a bunch of ones about puking. Yeah. Nice. So they are making a comeback. Um, I, I believe they are making the cards still now, or they've brought them back and they're currently being made. And um, there is a TV show in the works, this time an animated TV series uh, coming to HBO Max. Wow. I'm not sure how I feel about that, but. Uh, Danny McBride has a good track record right now, so maybe it'll be good. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm thinking. What, what other stuff has he done? He's Righteous Gemstones on HBO right okay. now, which I assume is why okay. I got to do it. But then he's bound and down. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Uh, garbage Pail Kids. You had um, 
like like Whatever. The, the Rubik's Cube was a big fad too in the early eighties. Oh, absolutely. Huge. Oh my goodness. Everybody had one. Everybody had to have one. Everybody we had, had to try one, and yeah. solve it. Then everybody learned how to take off the little stickers and just put them on. And it's like, all right, now what are you doing? Absolutely. <laughs> what are you getting out of this? Some people went as far as to take the squares apart. Yeah. Oh, I did that. Yeah, totally. I did that. Because yeah. if you yeah. peeled yeah. the stickers, yeah. they wouldn't come back on. You couldn't. Yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. Put back on. Right. So yeah. So you take the damn thing apart. It's an engineering solution to a math problem. <laughs> the Rubik's Cube. Right? Those mean, were huge, though. My God, my God, everybody had one. Rubik's Cube, yeah. Simon was popular There's like at that a, time, too. a formula, so to speak, on how to solve one, but it's like, yes. you, I don't know how you could mentally remember, turn, 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 you know? It's like, how am no, I supposed to remember that? Not yeah. without your brain exploding. No. There's an app right. on your phone. There's an app on your phone that uh, I, you can get that uh, you send them a picture of the Rubik's Cube that you're holding. And they mm-hmm. and they send you instructions step by step on how to solve it inside of wow. like, inside of like a, just a few minutes. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. No, and it's incredible in competition. I mean, it's it's seconds to like they solve rows of Rubik's cubes. Yeah, oh, that's time, crazy. Like, in yeah, seconds. Yeah, that is that. nuts. Yeah. And then they they also after the Rubik's cube success, they they put out other toys. Like I like the snake. I mean, oh, the I snake the was snake. not something to solve, yeah. but it was like this little, you know, little fidget. I guess it was the 80s answer to the fidget spinner or or whatever. But, I mean, it was just something to fidget with. and It was a little more fun it. than the Rubik's Cube. Yeah, you could make, make it into a telephone receiver and um, a ball. Yeah. And oh, I'm sure there were other thing. things. But... Yeah, my cousin <laughs> had one of those. Yeah. Yep, I had one of those. Okay, I didn't know what exactly you were talking about. I I wasn't sure if you were talking about like a rubber snake or what. No, no, no. <laughs> or those plastic jiggly snake <laughs> things. But no, I get. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot all about the ah koosh balls. That's another one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh like I remember those. Triangle, well, yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Connected together. Yeah. Yeah. Those were good. Those were good to, to throw at other people too. Oh sure. <laughs> they really koosh balls really served no other purpose other than that. I mean, they were kind of cool to squeeze and, and they were kind of cool feeling. Yeah. Well, they, they had the ones it's with the like, rubber band too, so you could sort of yo-yo them. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. But you could definitely throw them at people. That's true. Yeah. yeah that, that is a <laughs> Just, yeah, that was an option. There's always an option. <laughs> You sure as hell couldn't throw a Rubik's Cube at somebody. You put somebody in the hospital. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't throw a Rubik's Cube or, or Simon. Wouldn't throw Simon at anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the pocket Simon, no. My sister had a pocket Simon. In ball-shaped things, hacky sacks became really popular in the 80s. Yeah. Um, Especially with the the hippie culture, yeah, or the, the hippie crew in the eighties. Oh God, um, those were huge. Yeah, I remember. I had a couple, and I, I gave it a go, but I could never. No, I could never volley. I could do. I could start it, but hitting hitting one in a, a, a what do they call it a hacky when it goes all the way around. <laughs> yeah, um, when each sure. person touches it, I would I would 
definitely be the one that would be the hindrance to the, the whole hacky. <laughs> I just remember being in middle school and seeing, seeing people do this before school. It was like how they got their day going, I guess. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, getting we, ready for school. We kind of did that in in high school. Yeah, we we, we had yeah. uh, hacky circles before school yep. and uh, lunchtime too. Yep, yep, yes, a lot at lunchtime too, for sure. Especially in the winter because it was nothing to you know you couldn't go outside or anything. So right, right. Just a weird, weird little game, but I liked all the little hacky stuff. Yeah, they those, did get kind of creative. Because <laughs> they were usually like crocheted and yeah. Yeah. Those were pretty cool. They were they were very hippie-esque uh, at the time. Yeah. I guess. The hippie revival of the 80s, if you will. I was super into muscle men. You remember the, the little pink? Dude, me and a friend of mine, Rusty, uh, we made wrestling rings for them. Nice with wood, awesome. wood and and a nail in each corner, and then we put rubber bands for the rope for the uh, ring ropes, and we like had belts, we like had championship belts for them, and like we like we like made storylines, like we were making our own pro wrestling programs and all that for them. That's intense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got we got into those things big time, man, because we were big into wrestling at the time too. Which and I guess the it stood because muscle was an acronym. It was millions of unusual small creatures lurking everywhere. Yeah, that's right. Oh wow! <laughs> oh my god! I forgot all about that. Yeah, the muscle men. <laughs> my buddy had the poster up on his wall too that had every one of them on the poster, nice. and you could like check them off as you collected them. Which yeah, like wow. the collectability of that was like like it was like a trading card. I mean, they're just these. Totally unique little figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them were very bizarre too. Yeah, robots and gremlins and all kinds of stuff. There was there was one that was just a big hand. Did you ever see that one? And he he had there was an eye. Yes, in, in yep. the middle finger. The he was like a warty hand with uh with long fingernails. Yeah, yeah. yeah and there were ones that were just pyramids or just cubes with like. Yes. Yep. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yep. Seriously? The muscle men. Yeah. yeah. Just enter Muscle Men eighties. They came at. They came in like, like the, the design team gave up. <laughs> I mean, they were all really nice sculpts, though. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Even the pyramid was like a really interesting, interesting sculpt. <laughs> muscle okay. men. So how was, big? How big are these things? How how large? How, oh, they were little. Size? Yeah, they're really okay, small. Okay. Okay. Yeah, what, like an inch tall? And they would come, I know you could buy them sometimes in a little plastic garbage can. Yes. Ah, okay. okay. And I, here's here's the little blue package. The little blue package they used to come in too, where you could get like four of them at the same time, where you saw every one of them that you were going to be buying. Cool. They were the, the boys' answer to Polly Pocket, which was also yeah. very. It could be. Popular in the 80s. I never had Polly Pockets, but apparently they were very, very popular. I was more of a strawberry shortcake girl myself. So, was Polly Pocket collectible? Like, like you? I guess I don't know much about Polly Pockets. Um, I I don't think they were necessarily marketed as a collector's kind of series, like you know the Muscle Men or whatever, and you know Garbage Pail Kids. But 
um, they'd have like um, uh, different kind of diorama kind of play sets. Yeah, like a or your little poly pockets. Yeah, and then they would have different, you know, polys. That's what they're called. I don't know. Um, <laughs> different kind of doll designs and stuff like that. But I don't know if they were ever marketed um, for collectability at all. But I know they were very, very big in the 80s. Um, just about as big as Cabbage Patch. Or not Cabbage Patch, but uh, Care Bears. The Care Bears. With Care Bears. Another yeah. huge toy uh, from the 80s. Uh, You'll never think Garbage Pail Kids. A little different. <laughs> just a little different. Yeah. Just a, just just a, a little different. Yeah. Right. Shoot, just shooting love out of their chests instead of tearing their chests <laughs> right. open. Like exactly. That. Or puking all <laughs> right. over everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, just the name, the Care Bears. Yes, that immediately. Oh, I know. That, that would immediately make boys everywhere hate them. <laughs> yep, exactly. The Care Bears. Oh, and it did. There was something menacing about the the Care Bear stare that was there, like power. That's what they called it. Yeah, is that right? I remember really? the Care Bear stare. Yeah, yeah. they they come down on you hard with their their loving loving care, <laughs> their, their eyes, <laughs> their hypnotic gaze. The you will do as stare. I say. <laughs> it's like some sort of Jedi mind shit. <laughs> mm. God, you cameras remember? were huge too. My God, cartoons and movies. Yeah, it's everywhere. Oh, every it was everything. In in retrospect, all of the cartoons that we watched back then, I think we hit on this once before, but all the cartoons from back then were all just basically half hour long toy commercials. Right. They, oh, yeah. oh, very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Transformers the movie was basically that was I was about nine years old when that came out. That movie taught me cynicism basically <laughs> really i can see that because it was like every character that you had gotten to know in the first two seasons of the show practically all of them were killed off yeah. and all these new ones were introduced and it was just like hey it's a 80 minute long toy commercial yeah and they they hurt themselves doing that too they did oh, they, they hurt so. themselves yeah yeah they just thought, well, you know, we, we got to make more toys. And, uh, you, we got to make these new cool ones so they'll forget about the old ones. And, yeah, the big thing was that Optimus Prime got killed off. That's when everybody got pissed off. Yeah, <laughs> that was serious. Optimus Prime got killed. Created a rift in the force. <laughs> that was like Apparently. one of the first traumatic things that... That young kids of the '80s remember as Optimus Prime dying in Transformers the movie. It's hard to see. Apparently, Care Bears were originally uh, a greeting card illustration. God, I, I can see that. that. That makes somewhere. sense. Yeah. And around the same time, Shirt Tails. You guys remember Shirt Tails? Vaguely. Vaguely. It was like it was like a similar thing. There was a cartoon for it too, where it was little animals, but they all wore T-shirts with little tags on them. Which was just the tie-in for the toy, the plush. Oh, sure. I mean, I, I hear all of this, and I can't help but think of that. Uh, I can't remember exactly what Simpsons episode it is, but and I don't know if you guys will understand the reference, but it's like what was it, Nestle's Choco Bot Hour? 
<laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's like Care Bears. It's brought to you by Care Bears. Go buy Care Bears. Yeah. Taco Bot Hour. It was chocolate robots fighting each other. Dear God. You go out and buy the candy and the toys. That's great. Wow. Maybe, I, I don't know if this was a toy or an accessory, but uh, slap bracelets. Mm. Remember the yes. slap yeah. bracelets? Gotcha. <laughs> yes. Slap bracelets? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You pulled them God, out. So it was a, and they were, they were it was straight. a thin metal strip. Yeah. Like um, very similar to like a, a tape measure, that right. kind of um, metal. Um, so you could like straighten it out completely and then you would hit it against your wrist and then it would um, coil around your wrist. Yep. And oh, it would wow. be covered okay. in some like that uh, little trendy or fashionable kind of design around it. Yeah, I, I had a couple of those. I could see how that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, they were until they poked through their covering. Right. And then oh, they kind of hurt. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Became a painful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, you could, what the hell is this thing? You could sneak up on people and 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 slap them. You know, slap their wrists. All of a sudden, the the bracelet would get stuck around the wrist. Aha! Gotcha. You know, <laughs> when you are accessorized. Yep. <laughs> it's just like it doesn't even just make an any accessorized. sense. Like, okay, I'm going to keep your slap bracelet now. No. Well, see, there was a great marketing opportunity lost on that. The accessorizer. They could have tied to the slap bracelets, some kind of <laughs> superhero or character that would go around accessorizing people with slap bracelets. It was, it was so silly. It was like sneaking up behind somebody and giving them a wet willy or something like that. It's like, ha ha. I've been slapped. <laughs> All they had to do was like straighten the thing out and take it off the wrist. Yeah. <laughs> silly. You know, I don't want to yeah. get too much into fashion because I know we've done that episode before, but yeah. Craig had mentioned earlier something that I really, really want to touch on, and that's fingerless gloves. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't get it out of my head now. Yeah. Who and why and how? It's and like a freaking bowling glove or something, like you're wearing a bowling glove. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a purpose for fingerless gloves. You know, for some gotta reason, be. But there's got to be some. It's got to be some reason. <laughs> as a, a fashion statement, like you need to keep that dexterity, but your hands are cold. A lot of them look like, but yeah, uh, look like stuff for bikers, kind of. You know, very yeah. much so. Yeah, yeah, they did. But and and I think as far as kids went, I remember. Some kids, maybe late in grade school and in junior high, wearing them. After that, I don't remember anybody anybody wearing them. But by that time, it was the '90s, so maybe the whole thing was done with by then. Oh, I definitely remember people wearing it in the '80s, though. Yeah, for sure. Into the '90s, you mean? And into the '90s, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, most of the kids that I think, if I remember right, that wore them were like metal heads oh sure yeah absolutely i don't know when i think of fingerless gloves i think of of, of chachi's bandana around his 
<laughs> oh, on happy uh, days, yeah. Yeah, I think of I think of shit like that. Yeah. It's all it's all on the same level to me. It's just it's really, really kind of senseless, just hey, here here's what I've got for today, fashion. Yeah. Like it like you know, it here, this is what I've come up with. Yeah. In my yeah. midriff bearing shirt. Was, right. Exactly. I, I was just thinking for some reason, um, Chris McGlover's character in River's Edge. About fingerless gloves, and that was part of his costume. I just looked it up, and yes, I guess that was really stuck out at me to remember whole, that particular detail with him. Yeah, his God, whole, we should do a show about whole, the greatness yeah. of Chris McGlover. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, Who doesn't like guy. Chris McGlover? Jesus. <laughs> That was that whole gang in the river's edge. I could see all having fingerless gloves. <laughs> right. I think that guy's a god. Yeah, definitely part of his costume for sure, with the little holes um, for the knuckles to peek through. <laughs> yeah. So a little more ventilation. Fingerless knuckles gloves. <laughs> yeah. My knuckles are just so damn big. Cool movie, really- by the way. It's a cool movie, by the way. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yes, it yeah. was. Yeah. I, I hadn't seen it until it came up on a previous episode of Those 80s Kids Remember. Oh, there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so I guess um, uh, if we're going to touch briefly on the fashion, the only other um, thing that I had, um, well, I had two other things. Uh, jelly shoes um, was the other <laughs> big thing. Uh, uh, they're not really all that fashionable, but they're not at all comfortable. And they did not at all last very long, but damn, if you didn't have to have them. That was the first Uh, thing. Also, huh? That was the first thing that would pop into my head is how the hell long do those things actually last? Because I remember. (laughs) Not at all. I mean. I remember some girls having them in grade school. Yeah. So they were basically soft plastic um, in a variety of different colors. So that's kind of where they got their jelly. Uh, name from with just I mean plastic hard plastic soles uh, and the inside of the shoe was about that too just hard plastic and um, so they were like in in basket kind of weave or you know just that loosely woven kind of um, molded sort of uh, design so they would like break The, the, the little thin plastic stuff would break and your toes would pop out and (laughs) <laughs> just the most uncomfortable uh without practical purpose yeah these shoes yeah yeah they we, were we might and then the other have, thing that i we might never have crocs without them though well i don't know if that's a good or a bad thing <laughs> i mean yeah. i may have had a couple of pair of jellies but i've never owned a pair of crocs they were they were pioneers in the injected molded plastic. I guess so. That's what it sounds like to me too. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. They were like some kind of precursor yeah. to Crocs. Yeah, exactly. An improvement, I guess, <laughs> a, a natural progression, an evolution. Because at least I would imagine Crocs are a little bit more giving um, with the poly foam, whatever it is that they're made out of. But yeah, the people who dare to wear them claim they're incredibly comfortable. I don't know. They had sandals too. Jelly sandals. Jelly sandals. Yep. Mm. I don't remember those. Yep, yep. I remember those. I just looked them up on Google. Yep. You can buy oh. some. You can buy some at Old Navy <laughs> online. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> wow. 
Oh, you, there, they, there's a whole bunch of places online you can buy the things. Now, were jelly shoes just for chicks? Was that just a girl thing, or was yeah. it? Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't right. think they had any boy version of it. They had no male version. Okay, all right. Yeah. You would get beat up. Stuff. You'd get beat up. Yeah. You, so. you would, yeah, you'd get your ass kicked pretty quick, probably. You would have been imagine. beaten every day. Yeah. Yeah. For wearing yeah. jelly shoes as a boy. Well, I think somehow if I had gone with fingerless gloves with my polo and button fly jeans, I probably would have got jelly <laughs> shoes too. Yeah, that would be helpful. Weird combo there. Yeah. Weird, yeah. weird combo. Yeah. So the, the other fashion related thing that I had on my list was the fake eyeglasses. And maybe oh, that was just a chick yeah. thing. I don't know. Mm. But you could go into like, Claire's or something like that, and you could buy the what look like regular kind of prescription eyeglasses with like clear lenses. So you could pull off the um, needing corrective lenses fashion look yeah. of the eighties. I didn't know about it until people asked me if that my glasses about were it real. real. <laughs> but I thought everybody just hated getting yeah. glasses back then. Yeah, it's like oh, they're going to call me four eyes. But like I guess you braces. know, fake braces. Why the hell would you want that? Oh, fake braces. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know some people. Yeah. I know some people probably wear glasses now that don't need them, but it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, yeah. a thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I think I actually may have had a pair, but if I'm thinking about the pair, they could have been prescription, but. Just that, which was so bizarre. Like, why? Why would you want to wear glasses that aren't sunglasses? Yeah, if you don't need them. Yeah. Um, I don't understand. But you know, and they would be those big um, Sally Jesse Raphael kind of frames too. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the red fashion choice. Oh yeah, my god, yeah. those huge ass, just huge, huge lenses. Um. People think of uh, mullets right away, you know, when they think of the 80s and hairstyles and all that. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. But for the ladies, you also you had big hair and you also had lots of girls crimping their hair. Crimping was a big thing. I had I had a hair crimper and I would use that thing. You would like spray your hair down with hairspray. And then, like, take it, and so you would have it be like uh, corrugated metal by the time that you coat it with hairspray, and then <laughs> put the hot crimper on there and just hear it sizzle. Trying to get like, that corrugated tool shed look. A really, <laughs> yeah, a really good example of it, I think, is uh, Whitney Houston in the video for "I Want to Dance with Somebody." Oh God, no doubt, it yes. was big. And crimped at the same time. Huge. Yeah. Yes, it was very much so. It's a great, it's a great example. Yeah, it is. God, people did so many Absolutely. crazy, wacky things with their hair. And then finally, you have people like Michael Jordan come around and just go, "You know what? Fuck this." <laughs> <laughs> right. Time for a reset. Fuck the hell with hair. Time for a reset. Yep. Time for a reset. It's reset time. Get back to basics. Mm-hmm. But you had the hair crimping. Um, and one last thing for accessories, too, that did serve a practical purpose. Uh, the Walkman became very popular in America. Oh, in yeah. 
1983. Think of how revolutionary that was. Sure. I mean, like me, I I don't even really remember a time before the Walkman almost, you know, because I wouldn't have even had a need for one before then anyway. I'd have been like five years old. But, yeah. But at, yeah. The, but at the time. I, I remember like, getting my first, my first Walkman. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. My dad brought back um, two of them from Japan. So they were like actual Sony Walkman and they were very slim line. I mean, it wasn't the big bulky ones that you think of. Um, these two were very slim line and they were like made of metal and then they like fell apart in a few months, but it was, oh, it was wow. like, that's cool though. Kick ass. Yeah. They were from they were Japan. Cool. That's awesome. It was very cool. I mean, I'm, I'm bummed they didn't last longer, but it was, it was a very neat thing to have. Cool. Yeah, and they were a little bit different than what you would get in um, the U.S. market, but right, yeah, I right, remember right. getting my first one. Changed my life, absolutely yeah. changed my life. Well, <laughs> revolutionized lawn mowing for me. <laughs> well, that, right? sure. I mean, yeah. before this, if you wanted to listen to music in public, everybody else around you was going to hear what you were listening to. Right, uh-huh. exactly. With, with the boombox or the ghetto blaster. Yeah. Which was another big thing uh, yeah. in the eighties. I remember it made its way into a Star Trek film. Yep. The one where they saved the whale. That was the fourth one, I and think. Spock was it? Spock yeah. confronting the guy on the bus. I think it was. Would you please turn it down? <laughs> <laughs> a very Spock thing to do. No, Walkmans yeah. were very, very, I mean, instrumental in, in, in just private listening, listening to your own mm-hmm. shit, listening to whatever you want to. You want to listen to the best of Barbara Streisand, you can do it, and not everybody's going to know it. And nobody's going right. to make fun of it. Right. Nobody's going to beat your ass for it. Yeah. <laughs> nobody's going to beat your ass <laughs> off because of it. Um, and, and it was very revolutionary with the fitness craze that went around, too, because oh, sure. you could now listen to whatever the hell you wanted to while you were out jogging. Or working out right, or whatever, exactly. whatever you're right. yeah. yeah. Oh, that became huge. Yeah. Well, and it yeah. was so disappointing. They worked so well. Tape Walkmans <laughs> worked so well that then in the 90s getting a CD Walkman and how terribly the early CD oh, Walkman. Oh, God. Skip, right. skip, 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 yeah. skip. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Like, don't move. Whatever you do, don't move. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Going for a walk on that, you have to like hold the thing in your hands yeah. out in yeah. front of you like very steadily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it defeats the purpose at that point. Yeah. Yeah, they were just a big pain in the ass, Discmans. But that that brings, you know, you mentioned the 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 um fitness fads around that time. And and I think aerobics was really huge as far as a fad uh fitness-wise. James everybody had their yeah, their own aerobics videos. Um you get jazzercised from that in the 80s. Sweating just the oldies. Huge. Um James Fonda oh, yeah. blew the fuck up. James Fonda. Oh, yep. Jesus yeah. Christ. You got really rich off of that. Oh, man. <laughs> Reinvented herself completely. That was how mm-hmm. I knew her. That was how I knew her as a kid. I, I didn't know her as anything else. She's the workout lady. The workout lady. <laughs> well, and then all of a sudden I, I find out. She was out, for me, too. Yeah. Until I saw Barbarella changed oh my bit. god oh my god barbarella <laughs> oh she's a, she is amazing in yeah barbarella. <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
And then the other fad that was born out of that was the thigh master, where you mm. had a completely different spoke for, spokesperson for that. <laughs> and everybody master. had to have one. Was uh, was you Suzanne actually... Summers on that from the beginning? Was she the first thigh master spokesperson? Suzanne Summers? Yeah. That was, yeah, as far as I know, she okay. is. Well, she made works. plenty off of those things. Um, oh, I'm sure she did. Yeah. Probably more than she made from She's the Sheriff. <laughs> did she she's the sheriff that went like two seasons didn't it oh yeah. my god she's the sheriff reference that's great i i i want to see a rerun of she's the sheriff just to see how Christ, that just made my day just to see how terrible it truly is because i watched it a handful of times back then when oh it was me first too on. i did too yeah like, mm-hmm. Oh, Suzanne Summers. Okay. She was in. Yeah, Suzanne yeah. Summers was in. It's gotta be how, okay. bad, how bad can this be? Yeah. How bad, yeah. How bad could it possibly be? Right. Oh, and it was bad. Yeah. But yeah, that, that that was huge. Everybody had to have a thigh master, and that was a big um uh, infomercial kind of thing that went on during those times. Um oh yeah, she made loads of money from that. Good God, yeah. Oh yeah. Now that you mentioned uh, she's the sheriff, one of the things that um, I wanted to get into a little bit here, too, was the uh, uh, talking about television was with comedies. The very special episode. The oh, birth, God. The birth of the very special episode, because it I think it it stemmed a lot from like the Norman Lear comedies of the 70s that that sure. took on issues and everything yeah. you know so it did but then it spiraled yeah socially conscious episodes yeah yes then, oh yeah. My goodness but then yeah it devolved to the point where you've got like an episode of small wonder where they're where they're dealing with heroin addiction or something you know it's just like this is just getting stupid at this point <laughs> now a little ridiculous there was one where um um you remember too close for comfort mm-hmm. with Ted mm-hmm. Knight and, and Lydia Cornell. Uh, um, I don't think we can all forget Jim Lydia J. Cornell, Bullock. So yeah. Yeah. Jim J. Bullock, one where Jim J. Bullock got gang raped by a, by a bunch of women. Oh my God. No, really? Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Monroe. Are you serious? Monroe got like, got like sexually assaulted by a gang of women, which <laughs> Wow. Which, when you know who Jim J. Bullock is, must have been extra traumatic. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I mean, I mean that, was, that was an Jesus epidemic, and it had Christ, to be addressed man. in television. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. It happens to men, too. I'm dead serious. This happened. And then you you had the uh, the bicycle shop guy on... Uh, on uh, uh, different strokes, different strokes. Who tried to get a three-way going with? Yeah, he tried to get a three-way going with Arnold and Dudley. Yep, yep, yep. That was a famous two-parter. Disturbing Gordon Jump episode. Yes. yes. Who was the actor who played him? Gordon Jump. It was somebody. Nor it was somebody uh, well known. Gordon Jump. The guy. The that's the actor. Guy. The actor's name is Gordon Jump. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, that yeah. was from WKRP in Cincinnati. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. He was the bicycle okay, shop. Yes, yeah, that's that Gordon guy. Jump. <laughs> I wonder which came first, though. The special episode, I know. Oh, the, in, in every, in, even 
you know, family ties had a bunch oh, of Oh, Webster had it. I mean, yeah. every show had it. Every show had one. Yeah, tonight on a very special Growing Pains. To me, it was, let's skip this week. <laughs> That's what it became yeah. for me. Because I thought, yeah. oh, God, this is just stupid as fuck. I'm not watching this. So for me, it was, well, I can skip an episode. We'll get back to comedy next week. Yeah. So, and I suppose if that were the case, it might be I mean, uh, family family game night for you. And and there were a lot of huge game fads um, in the 80s. And the one that kind of comes to mind, uh, which was like new and revolutionary and um, everybody had to have it, was Trivial Pursuit. Oh, yeah. sure. Oh, that was huge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we ended up getting yeah. that. My dad bought that. Yep. Causing thrift stores yeah. to be now filled. <laughs> Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Missing a few uh, pie pieces. and <clears throat> Yeah, that was, that was a fun game. Fun game, though. That's a fun game. I have nothing bad to say about Trivial Pursuit. Absolutely. <laughs> Pictionary. Yeah. We had and, Pictionary, and, too. Oh, sure. Uno. Everybody had a deck of Uno. Yeah. Yeah. Pictionary. Oh, yeah. And the other thing uh, I was thinking of um, was D and D, Dungeons and Dragons, which was, I guess, very popular with a certain set. Yeah. Of, I'd of say people. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. not necessarily a family time game, but just also huge. My brothers were really into it, and they would get the little um, pewter figurine, figurines and paint them sure. and uh, use them in their gaming. Were they devil worshippers too? well it's yeah and it's huge now like to think that it was you know it's kind of underground in the 80s a little bit right very much so you didn't let that get out publicly (laughs) right exactly you were in that circle of of uh uh, social group in in you know junior high or high school kind of considered geeky or nerdy oh Um, yeah yeah you'd be an outcast it was not you wouldn't publicly, you know, uh, announce that you were playing Dungeons and Dragons or something like that because you would get your ass kicked. Yeah. Yeah, how about a swirly dungeon master? Hey, you know. <laughs> oh, shit. Either yeah. get your ass kicked or you'd be taken into for questioning for something. <laughs> right, right. I guess, yeah. Now that you bring up Dungeons and Dragons, too, you remember how I made that, that devil-worshipping joke right there? That was a that was another big thing that was big for a while back in yes. the 80s was uh, the uh, danger of devil oh. worship. Yeah, satanic panic. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I actually got questioned if I was in a cult once in high school. Oh, I won't God. say who, who questioned me about it, but it had a lot to do with my burning candles and uh, incense at the time. That there, there was what, what, what was the question. answer? Were, were you indeed in a cult? <laughs> <laughs> a candle yeah, cult? 14 years old. <laughs> a candle <laughs> cult. I remember um, watching this episode of Waldo. Uh, let's see, from 1988. Yeah, that would have been right about the time. Uh, called Devil episode Worship. Episode of what? Geraldo. Mm. Uh, Devil okay. Worship yeah. Exposing Satan's Underground. Oh dear God! And love her, although the episode <laughs> you want some unintentional comedy, go go to YouTube and hunt down that episode. It is so hilarious to look back on this stuff now. Like oh sure, like, like a, people were really 
concerned about this. You know, Worried it, about it, yeah. It yeah. was a big deal. It was a big concern. You want unintentional comedy? Go to anything, Geraldo Rivera. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. The skinhead fight, yeah. Oh, God. I mean, it goes on. The list goes on and the on. The Nazi fight. Yeah. He got it. Nazi fight. Skinhead, skinhead fights or um, the KKK. <laughs> yeah. Christ. The, the, uh, uh, he got in a fist fight and got arrested in Janesville in 1992. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's right. Again, because they had like that. Uh, Ken Peterson was like some kind of like KKK grand wizard. He lived somewhere around like the GM plant there. And they had like a hmm. big gathering going on that day. And Geraldo went there to cover it. And he, uh, and he ended up getting in a fight with some guy in this gray uniform. You can probably still find it on YouTube. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was in Janesville. Yeah, he got he got arrested by uh, he got taken to the Rock County Sheriff's Department. Yeah, I've seen it. It's nuts. So. Good watching. It's some it's some good watching. <laughs> it yeah. is. It really is. Well, and just to bring I it up, also it on the entertainment. Yeah. I was I was going to say to bring it up because it might not not make it to another episode, but uh, Max Headroom was another thing that I had in this list for yeah. fads. Oh God, Max! Yeah, huge. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. He was just—he was just started as uh, like a spokesperson for. Well, so apparently, right? I was looking into it yesterday because I didn't actually know. And apparently, so when BBC Four started, they were looking for content and they wanted to do music videos because MTV had just kind of blown up, and mm-hmm. so they got some animators that they thought could produce animated beds between the music videos. And then that just kind of spiraled out of control where they, they ended up getting financing from HBO to make a movie. So there's a 57-minute uh, movie called Max Headroom, 20 Minutes into the Future uh, that builds this whole backstory. And they did all this before they even had a single moment of the, the music videos being introduced. But so then they got Matt Frewer and, and claimed that it was the first computer, computer-generated host, but it's just Matt Frewer in, in prosthetic makeup. Oh, wow. Okay. And then it just kind of like spiraled out of control where it became really popular. And then there was, there were like four or five shows. He had an interview show. Uh, and eventually, I remember that, yeah. Then eventually on ABC, there was like a live action, kind of the first cyberpunk show um, that Jeffrey Tambor's in. It's it's interesting to see it. It's like, yeah. it's a lot of wasted opportunity because they didn't have the money to do it right. But... I was super into Max. I, think I remember I that. that show. There was a, it was like a, they had a van, right, in that show, kind of like yeah. a central operating system or area. Yeah, because the idea with it was that uh, he was an investigative <clears throat> reporter that was in a terrible accident where where the name comes from in England, all of the the parking garages said Max Headroom two point three meters, like for if you're oh. driving into a parking garage, so you don't turn yeah. the top off your van. Wow, that's interesting. I had no idea he came from the UK. Yeah. No idea. No, neither did no, I. No, I didn't either. showed up as like a, a Pepsi spokesperson. Yeah, the, the same. I, did, I had no idea. Coke. Yeah, it was, was a it Coke. Coke. He tried to, well, tried to introduce new Coke in a kind of pretty terrible <laughs> uh, Catch Yeah. That was his tagline was, catch the wave. Catch the wave. Coke. Wow. Yeah, that whole thing was just is, weird. Is, is somebody like in a in a wind tunnel right now? 
It's, it sounds like I'm somebody's a uh, yeah. It sounds like somebody's like out in the wind or something. I'm in fan on my fan. I'll turn my fan off and see if that makes a difference. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know if that would do <laughs> it. Yeah, it sounds like it because it sounds like wind on the microphone. Okay, it's not, a lot better. it's not doing it anymore. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you guys should have said something before. I had no idea. Uh, yeah, I was kind of like I wasn't sure what was going on. Was okay. Yeah, I, I didn't. Okay, much better. We'll just have to start over. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, and, and Christ, crickets. And by the way, now that you mentioned that, though, I just wanted to throw this out there real quick. There is a Garbage Pail Kids Monopoly game. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> oh, wow. Yes. Wow. Very cool. You might have to get that for the collection. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, as long as we're on the tech and game aspect um that's when you have um video games home uh entertainment sort of video games really coming into its own with the atari um and then eventually with the nes or the nintendo entertainment system uh hitting uh, the market in the 80s um you know running off of that that really um boom with the video game arcades yeah um which were basically casinos for children oh god yeah Love the fucking arcade. Oh, um, could never know, have enough Especially quarters. the games where you got tickets. And then you can go by the, the crazy wall walkers with your, your ticket um, bounty. Yeah. Which was another great thing from the 80s. Fun stuff. <clears throat> and, of course, Pac-Man. The big Pac-Man, Pac-Man um, comes out of that. Just, just a huge front runner. Oh, yeah. What, what? Um, yeah, so, you know, not only the video game, but he ended up having his own cartoon uh, you know, Mrs. Pac-Man was born out of that. And then you'd have plushy Pac-Man. And then that I think really is what drove the Atari home is that now you can play Pac-Man at home on your Atari. Yeah. Pac-Man um, really so just, blew you know, up. Pac-Man huge. blew up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That home Pac-Man that they came out with for the Atari sucked though. <laughs> it did. It, that, but thing it that thing had a rush job. That thing had a rush job written all over it. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, there were some there were some the fails in there. There were some fails in there. Yeah. But it, it, well, the, the thing about it was it was an easy game to play though, and I think people really gravitated right. towards it. You know, basically running off of the popularity from the arcade, but the, I think the major problem with that game was the the joystick, the controller. It was True. just I mean, when right. you compared it to the the arcade game, it just did not have the action that right, you would need right, and if right. you were trying to get serious about it i mean your hands would cramp up like crazy oh um, yeah because it was just you know it was stiff and it was hard to um control right and i was well, never really all that great at it to begin with so I and i think the either. i think the tabletop miss pac-man was kind of the pinnacle of that that whole thing yeah i wanted i wanted yeah. that so bad oh that thing was cool yeah yeah <clears throat> Yeah, they had that at, in the bar at the uh, bowling alley in my hometown. Yeah, awesome. just huge. Who remembers the dog, Spuds McKenzie? Oh, yeah. Spuds oh, McKenzie. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had, yeah. My favorite oh, sweatshirt as a kid was a Spuds McKenzie party animal sweatshirt. Nice. <laughs> there was a couple of people that had that when I was in junior high. Yeah. <clears throat> Spuds McKenzie. <laughs> I remember about that. Had, it was Bud Light. Bud Light yep. was the beer. Bud Light. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, I remember Mad Magazine doing a, mm-hmm. a, a 
thing on Spuds McKenzie where it was like uh, him reviewing his life and all this stuff, or he ends up going to rehab. He ends up in Absolutely. AA and shit. And, and then uh, there was there was one that shows him kind of like cowering in the corner with this guy sweeping the floor up, and it's a picture that <laughs> says, "Here was the night I wasn't the life of the party." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Spuds ends up in Christ. Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. That running mad. <laughs> King, the King tra- of good tragic, time. Yeah. Tragic noir antihero, Spuds McKenzie. <laughs> Shit. And one more special thing I wanted to get to here, too, was uh, uh, it's not an accessory. It's not anything uh, uh, that you could see, but it was but it was a little bit of a fad for a while with the ladies. Val speak. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Like fucking God. Like, my God. Okay. Totally. Like, gag me me with a spoon. (laughs) And that's that's all moon unit Zappa, right? Yeah, yep. it is. Yes, it she, is. she, yeah, yeah, she did that. Yeah, um, it came to be because she did that, uh, that little that that moment in that Frank Zappa song, uh, "Valley Girl." I think was the name of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. She did the the spoken part in that, and that's kind of <clears throat> where it was born from. She was making Frank fun Zappa's of like, yeah, and it blew up from there. Yeah, yeah. She was making fun of them, but then everybody took off took off on it was like oh this is cool this is cool. yeah let's yeah let's talk <laughs> like this it's by far <laughs> yeah. Zappa's biggest radio hit too <laughs> right <laughs> biggest fucking achievement man i remember being <laughs> in, in junior high and seriously saying to somebody oh, gag me with a spoon you know <laughs> like seriously saying it yeah. you're like i'm in i'm in i'm gonna rotate this end of my daily right. speech Okay. <laughs> oh my God, this is so cool. The yeah, episode of Valley Girl Speak. Oh my. Yeah. The wow. episode of uh, Family Ties where uh, Jennifer wanted to hang out with the cool kids and started talking like a Valley Girl. Do you remember that? Like, okay. Yes, I do actually. Where she she left her birthday party with the cool kids and wrote a note, right? And she like wrote the note in Valley Speak. And and they're trying to decipher what the hell the note meant. He's like, like, he's reading yeah. it out loud. Like, I'm at Stacy's, okay. Uh, blah, 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 okay. And and they, they're sitting there after he reads it, and Alex shrugs his shoulders. He's like, I don't know, maybe she went to a dude ranch. <laughs> or, okay. You know, that's another one of those shows, Family Ties, and I love that show so much, but it's like it, – it would get serious every once in a while. It's just like, God, what are you doing? Pretty this often. It's a funny, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a funny show. Fairly just stay often. Funny. Yeah. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks was the alcoholic. Oh uncle. God, Tom Hanks was the alcoholic yeah. uncle. Yeah. And then Seinfeld came along, and I was like, wait, so there's no serious episodes <laughs> ever? <laughs> this yeah. is fucking great. Uh, sign me up. Yeah, sign me the fuck up. This is amazing. The, the other thing that I kind of wanted to touch on a little bit, um, there were a couple of other things that I had. Um, first of all, uh, another big thing was signs that oh, you would put in your car oh, yeah. windows. Garfield. I like, oh, wow. Garfield. Yeah, the Garfield. Yeah, there was the stuff Garfield that you could like suction cup on the inside of your car windows. And then also the huge one was the baby on board. Baby on board. Little mm-hmm. yellow, I just saw a baby um, on board. diamond sign. 
Yeah. Like last week sometime I was following somebody. There is somebody around town here who has, it's like a blue minivan who has like a baby on board sign in the back. Oh, dear fucking God. Wow. (laughs) You know, usually usually on the freeway, I'm tempted to just run cars off the road. But if I see a baby on board. I guess I won't smash into you now. Okay. I spare you. Proceed with Apparently caution. You got an infant, so <laughs> you're gonna refrain. I right. And whenever I see that sign or think of that, I automatically think of uh, Homer's barbershop quartet from The Simpsons. Yeah. Where baby he made on the board. baby on board. <laughs> they won a, a Grammy for that. <laughs> That's <laughs> that sign on my car's window pane. That's great. And incidentally, there was a, I think if you go to YouTube, there is a real barbershop quartet that did the song Baby on Board. And then I guess um, from the the kids' standpoint um, in in school and that, what kids kind of were into. So first you have Trapper Keepers, which I always wanted one. I never could have one. Always wanted Um, one of those too. I thought they were kind of cool looking. Yeah. And and Always that was the, that was like a status you had the trapper keeper oh you must be like rich or your parents can't trapper keeper mine exactly. don't want me because they won't buy me one sort of a status <laughs> sign yeah <laughs> right and then um, also sticker books were really big um, my sister had one girls. of those I'm not yeah. Sure. yeah I I had I had a few uh with the puffy stickers and the scratch and sniff and the googly eyes and, yes Sports yeah and, and those were like i guess they were kind of like trading cards too because you yeah. would trade with your friends yeah. sometimes um a puffy sticker for a, a googly eye sticker or something Curren- like that so currency those, in the in the kid economy yeah yeah so those were those were fun and then the other thing that i had was um the choose your own adventure books Oh Absolutely. yeah, yeah. Oh, those were fun. Yeah, those were those were really good. I mean, right. I I was never a real reader, um, but those really kind of got me into reading. And and you'd go and oh, I don't like that outcome. <laughs> you'd go, go and back peak. and yeah. make a different. Go back. Oh shit! I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna get killed. Oh, there. you died. Start over. It's like oh shit. Which and they're they're <laughs> made still the wrong choice. They're still highly litigious if you use the the phrase "choose your own adventure" in anything. Are they really? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's this amazing. much later, I can't let it go. Right. <laughs> you cannot. You can't have it. So I'm sure there's like still tons of fads out there, and we could probably spend oh, I don't know, the better part of a week <laughs> talking about them all. But I don't think anybody wants to do that, and I don't think anybody wants to listen to that. But if uh, upon hearing this episode um, of the '80s fads, just go on over to our Facebook page or even our Twitter, and uh, to the the posting of this that I'm going to be putting on Facebook, there, why don't you in the comments just put down some of your favorite fads or the fads that you remember the most that maybe we didn't touch on or or not really kind of surfacing to our memory, um, and we'd love to hear. Love to hear from you guys to to hear what your favorite fads were or, or what you really absolutely loved and had to have yeah. in the eighties. So yeah, we'll we'll be looking forward to hearing from you on that. I, I think that does it for today's episode. Uh, like I said, make sure you go over to Facebook, Twitter, like us, follow us, um, check out those eighties kids.com. We are on Patreon. 
Uh, you can help support for as little as $5 a month. And if you do that, then you will have access to extra content in the form of Afterthoughts with Craig and Brian. It's $5 a month. Uh, and that'll give you access to all that we have there. Um, otherwise, um, thanks for joining us on today's show. For those 80s kids, remember, I am Andy. I'm Brian. I'm Craig. And I'm Rusty. Those 80s kids are Andy Lane, Brian Lundberg, Craig Dillon, and Rusty Daddy. Music by Atokada. Third-party clips used within are the sole property of their respective owners. Those 80s Kids Remember podcast is a production of those80skids.com, 2021, all rights reserved.